Profiles in Teaching with Technology is a podcast series created by Music First, a company dedicated to providing world-class cloud-based tools, content, and classroom management platforms to music teachers around the world. Each episode features a K-12 music educator who uses technology to enhance their teaching in innovative ways. We'll discuss the what, why, and how of their technology integration and hopefully share some teaching strategies that you can use in your own classroom. For more information about Music First, please visit www.musicfirst.com. There you'll be able to find out about all of our platforms, as well as sign up for a free 30-day trial. Our first guest of the second season is Fernando Navarro, who is a music teacher at the Kansas City International Academy in Kansas City, Missouri. Fernando is originally from Guadalajara, Mexico, where he earned his bachelor's degree in piano and an advanced degree in composition. He moved to the United States 10 years ago with his wife to Colorado Springs, Colorado, where he began teaching piano lessons and eventually got certified as a music teacher. He then moved to Kansas City, Missouri, where he's been teaching at the Kansas City International Academy for the past four years. He just finished his master's degree in teaching English as a second language from the University of Central Missouri. Fernando's school and music program are truly fascinating, and I'm sure that you'll find them as inspiring as I did. So we're back. It's our second season of the Teaching Music uh, with Technology podcast series. This is Jim Frankel, and I am very, very pleased to welcome our first guest of the second season, uh, Mr. Fernando Navarro. Fernando, welcome and thanks so much for agreeing to chat with me this evening. Hey, well, thanks for having me. So, Fernando, when I asked my staff if there was a person in the Midwest area that was doing amazing things with our platform, and they all said you. Um, and when I, and so we've never met one on one, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that. But when I looked at your bio, um, what immediately came out to me was your path from being a, a musician, pianist, composer in Guadalajara, Mexico, and then ending up teaching in Kansas City. So I'd love to start uh, the podcast, and I'm sure our listeners would be interested, to hear about your path uh, from a career and musician standpoint, getting from Guadalajara and, and ending up in Kansas City by way of Colorado. So uh, welcome, and I'd love to hear the story. All right. Well, you know, uh, I think I started like as everything does when when you know when you were teaching about music. I wanted to be um, a musician. Actually, I wanted to be a composer. That was my goal, you know. So I I I I, I took uh, piano as my main main instrument. Although I'm not, you know, I mean, I love piano and all that, but you know, that was never my goal. My goal was always composing music. So then I have four pianos of, I mean, four years of piano, uh, you know, uh, uh, my bachelor. And I have another degree in composition. So, um, you know, when I was uh, doing composition, I, I worked with, uh, I, I got lucky because I, I started working with, with uh, some famous people. Uh, I mean, those years, and, and of course, they're not really famous in the United States. But yeah, I did some work with them. Um, I, you know, I was, I was, um, playing piano in a church. So, you know, trying to play piano and, you know, here and there. 
So then, you know, like, um, it, it, you know, Mexico is a little bit hard to, to live as a musician, mm. um, you know, so you need to have context. Of course, you need to be, you know, great. And, you know, I, I believe that I was great. Yeah, that's great. Very <laughs> it good. It was a point that uh, I, I noticed that um, people want, you know, uh, people wanted to learn uh, piano. And, and, I, and, and I noticed that it was kind of easy for me to teach. Yep. And, you know, my students, you know, I mean, they, they got better. And, you know, so then I was thinking, well, you know, I should just uh, pursue, you know, that career. That was kind of my plan B, actually, you know. So I, I, I keep doing some music. But um, um, I, you know, I, I started teaching piano. Then, you know, when I was 21, I started teaching pre-K which it was uh, oh, wow. the most horrible uh, <laughs> situation for me. Not, I mean, not for the kids, not, not because of the kids. You know, I, I didn't have any, any experience working. So, oh my gosh, I still remember those days. So anyway, yeah, I started working uh, as a music teacher in different places. Um, uh, by the way, in Mexico, music education is not part of uh, the public school. Oh, so, wow. So yeah, so you you work you have to work in like a private um, schools, you know, for rich people. Uh, so the, yeah, I, I was working in you know uh, in a really nice places, you know, schools and and you know. So anyway, then um, I met my wife down in Mexico. She's from uh, Missouri. Uh, she grew up in Missouri. Uh, I met my wife there. We got married. We moved to Colorado. She told me it was beautiful. <laughs> so then I, 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 you know, I, I ended up loving Colorado. I, I think that's a great place to live. It's beautiful. Colorado. It sure is. Colorado Springs, basically. That's that was the, the, the first town. So anyway, I, I, I've, uh, I found a job um, as a music teacher, and on my second year in the United States, and uh, I mean, I started teaching piano before that, and I think teaching piano helped me a lot to to um, develop my English because my English was horrible during those years. Um, so I was, you know, I, I wasn't able to to talk to people. I was just scared of uh, right. people, you know. So anyway, um, I, I taught piano. I played with, with it, it, this is a, it's a band uh, called War, Worship Mob. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I played piano like for a year with them. They, they released, uh, an album, um, you know, I think three years ago or something like, no, four years ago, or maybe more. But anyway, I, I, I yeah, I worked with them. I played the piano. Uh, I loved it. But, you know, again, I, I, I decided to start teaching. So I became a music teacher in Colorado Springs. I got my certification there. Uh, you know, so I, I, I was working there for four years. Right. And then, and then we decided, you know, we started having kids. So we decided to move to Missouri. Big change. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, you know, I, I love my place and everything. Yeah. And then I found my actual job. It's uh, Kansas City International Academy. So we work with uh, mostly refugees. Um, we have 18 languages in our, in our school. 18. Wow. Languages. Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, um, it, and it, it, I mean, it's been a really, really nice, uh, experience. One of the best experience so far. 
So yeah. Fernando, if I can stop you for a second, your your story is just further proof that music is uh, kind of a universal. I mean, I think that almost every one of our listeners, ha you know, does private teaching on the side. And I, for example, I taught private piano lessons for yeah. years. It's a it's a fantastic way to not only supplement your income, and it right. can be a full time income if you get you know twenty thirty students, you can make a full time living do it. But it also is a great way to to kind of make all the little mistakes uh, when you're learning how to teach and, and when you're developing your kind of your style and philosophy. So it's really interesting to hear. And um, I mean, this, this school that you're in, is it, is it a charter school or is it a public school? Yeah, no, well, it's a charter school. It's a charter school. And um, yeah, so our ESL program or ELL program is, is big, you know, so 80% of our students are, cataloged as uh, ELL students, like English, language, right. so yes, we, and we have a lot of refugees, um, you know, students that don't speak English, uh, or maybe their English is, is uh, as good as, you know, the native English. Right, language. right. But uh, yeah, that's, the, you know, it's huge. So yeah, we actually have uh, translators. You know, Interesting. Sometimes we need to, you know, communicate with the students. But um, yeah. So this it, it, this must be an absolutely fantastic. I mean, to get to get into the meat of the the questions that I have for you, I, tell us about the music program there. I mean, you've got eighteen languages, yeah. and I, I would imagine that music is something that that they can all understand. So why don't you tell us about your program? About like how many students you have? What kind of yeah. what kind of things you do? Well, you know, uh, here is the here is the interesting part. So, I, um, I, I, when I started working, um, music program wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think like uh, for the last before me, the last four years, they didn't keep one music teacher. You know, they 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 keep like looking for teachers. So anyway, I started working. I noticed that most of my students, I, and I started working with middle school, I noticed that most of my students didn't want to do anything with music, like yeah. nothing. The music was uh, something that they didn't really want to pursue. You know, like they, they just refused to work with music. So my first six months, I got to tell you, it was, it was tough. You know, it was I'm tough. Sure. Um, you know, but you just need to find a way to teach him. I, you know, I, and, and, and as you said, yeah, music is a, a universal language. So, um, yeah, I mean, what I did and, and the problem is that, uh, they were trained to do a lot of music theory, uh, you know, so we're talking about students from Africa. Uh, uh, we have students from Asia. We have a lot of Hispanic students, you know, so, so there are other ways to teach. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not teaching music theory, but there are other ways to reach them, you know? Yes. So uh, I started doing a uh, drum bucket, drum bucket. That's oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and man, they, they, they ended up loving it. Um, so like now, you know, every, um, Every six months, we do uh, we do have a recital in our school. We go and play in other places. Actually, we have a choir now, and we you know we perform in, in you know different places in Kansas City. So the the music program program is growing. So we have now two two uh, music teachers. Um, 
and and you know so we you know we're learning you know we're, we're but, but we are trying to make it better you know and again i think my goal i believe that this is my goal i want students to find satisfaction uh doing music yeah and, and and if they pursue you know being musicians you know that would be great and i gotta tell you so we worked till middle school so i have now uh five students that they are doing that they're doing orchestra in in high school and they're doing a band class in in, in high school and wow so you know so that 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 was something it's it's a it's a step so we you know again we're we're learning to to do music with our ELL students but music is a uh it's a great way to communicate with the students that they don't speak english so yeah i i think that i think that a lot of people listening um fernando will 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 sympathize with the with the notion that in a teaching situation like that where you come in and the kids just don't want to do it which i think you know i, I certainly i faced a similar situation in my first year of teaching it's building uh trust building rapport, um, building uh, respect with those students. And, you know, you said you talked about the kind of the transient music teacher population. I would imagine that those kids just felt, well, you're just going to leave. Um, and they don't like that. I think that deep down, those kids need a steady, you know, uh, somebody who's there that cares, that is trying, that is. And, and I, I truly believe that the kids can see that you're passionate about teaching and therefore the little by little they let you in as I like, you know, as that's the way I would describe it. They, they say, okay, I'll, I'll give this person a shot. And, uh, I think it's, uh, and so how many years have you been there? Cause I'm sure it took time to get to where you are now. Well, this is my fourth year now. Yep. Um, and, and you are totally right. You described it perfectly. Um, my students, uh, and I think, I think it's with every school. Uh, they have this tribal mentality, and yep. and uh, I'm not saying in a in a derogatory way. It just you know they they want to pro protect themselves, you know. Yep. So they they keep hearing from other teachers, uh, you know, I don't believe in you. You are always doing this wrong, you know. You are and you are not going to accomplish anything if you keep that attitude, you know. Right. So they they are thinking that you are just going to say the same thing, you know. So. Um, yeah, so it was little by little and, and, you know, so now it's my fourth year. I, I think we're doing good and I think we can do even better. And, and, you know, my administrators are great. Uh, they are very supportive, um, with us as a uh, music teachers. So, you know, we, are uh, we really, we really, uh, yeah, we're, we're blessed. Basically. Yeah. So are you do are you teaching piano and composition or, or you know what's the primary you know what does your day look like okay so i i teach so i teach general music from third through fifth grade mm -hmm. and, and well middle school with middle school i do I, I actually have something special so i i i do i i, I do teach um you know drums and i start working with drum bucket first then I do my snare drums, you know, drum line and all those stuff. I, I teach in piano. I, I, I have 
so far I have five pianos, you know, but I, I figured out to do like work, you know, working with the stations. Yep. And, uh, and, um, this is where uh, music first comes. Um, I, I teach him how to, uh, create their own music. So Excellent. So you're, they're composing. Right. Yeah. You know, I heard one day somebody told me, or I read it, that uh, if you want to be happy doing your job, you, you need to do something that you love. And if you're a teacher, teach your kid, teach your students something that you love. I love composing music. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, I love yeah. uh, making music. So, I, you know, I have that passion and my students now, they're making their own music. That's awesome. I mean, I, I, I've said the same thing. I mean, I, you are correct. Um, you know, the most salient parts of any music educators program are often the things that they personally are the most committed to. So if you're a huge jazz fan, it wouldn't be a surprise that your jazz ensemble would be the, would be the shining star of your program. And I was, uh, I was a, a music education and composition double major in my undergrad. And so I always wanted my students to compose because I know I, I knew how it made me feel uh, yeah. to be able to write something. And, and like from, I, although I'm probably nowhere near as good a composer as you because I haven't written music in a long time, um, that feeling of playing your music back. And I don't think there's a way to describe it. When you hear something that you're proud of, I used to listen to it over and over and over and over. I mean, almost like, a, to, you know, the point of silliness. Um, and so, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me at all that you are focusing on that and that your kids probably respond well to it. So is that, is the composition the reason that you started using technology? I mean, because, you know, general music and, uh, you know, bu bucket drumming doesn't necessarily need it, but, um, you know, w was composition the the launch point for bringing in, uh, technology into your program. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. I, I mean, I was, uh, I, 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 I started doing some stuff with um, teaching them how to create a melody, uh, mm -hmm. you know, before doing any digital stuff. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was good, but I, I, I felt that they, they needed a little bit more because again, uh, you know, the, 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 process of knowing music theory and to understand how you know everything works you know it takes time it takes time and especially with 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 teenagers you know they yep you know they they just want to hear what they they're doing so anyway i was i was looking for some stuff uh i found a um i found a um well uh not sound trap um foundation okay. Foundation, yes, but the free version, right? I, I, I found the free version, I, yep. I took the free version, but it was so limited. So yeah. then, I, then I ended up, you know, um, I ended up knowing about you guys, music first, and then I talked to my administrator and I told him, Hey, you know, we have this, uh, I think we can do great, uh, with our students. I think they can find a way to, to, uh, to, you know, develop their, 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 um, their skills you know and this is you know this is really interesting and i've been i've been doing i was i, I was doing a, a um not a research but i was reading stuff and i was about to do a research for my masters 
about how composition could help uh, ELL students. Oh, wow. And, and yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, relationships between uh, music and how music works with language, any language, you know? I mean, there are a lot of uh, similitudes so, um, uh, or similar, similarities. Um, so anyway, I, I, you know, I'm, well, I, 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 I had a paper, um, you know, it's not published, but you know, I, I turned it in. So, um, yeah. So my, my professor was so happy to, to see that somebody was doing something with language and music. And, and, and I, I truly, I truly believe that this is, you know, it could be a way, you know, to develop, um, more language skills. You know, yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, I, I was on a doctoral dissertation panel maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and the crux of their kind of hypothesis in their dissertation was using music to teach uh, ESL students, to teach English. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, so I'll have to, when, I, once, we, once we end the interview, I'll send you a link to it. It was fascinating. Yeah, uh, it is. It is uh, yeah. So what software are you using with the students? Well, um, I, I'm using Soundtrap. Yep. Soundtrap, I, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, it's so easy to use, isn't it? I mean, the kids must love it. Oh, they love it because, I mean, I, I love Soundation. But um, with Soundation, you don't have a lot of flexibility, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, with, with Soundtrap, you do. And yeah, because uh, with, with Soundation, you know, I, I well, I explain you know, um, tonality and everything to my students. Um, they try to keep it, you know, in writing tone, but, um, you know, sometimes, uh, the loops didn't work out. You know, we, I, I taught them to, um, export and import stuff, you know? So anyway, Soundtrap was, was the thing, you know, because it aligns your, your, most of your, uh, loops with the key. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, you know, it kind of makes it easier. Uh, so, you know, right now I'm not really worried about them thinking about keys right now, mm-hmm. tonality. Um, I just want them to understand um, how to create music. That's the first step for me. Right. You know? And so what, what, types of, um, what types of activities, like, you know, because I think when, when I, whenever I get um, emails from listeners saying what they, you know, what they'd like to hear more of or what they like about the podcast, it's actually the, the, the activities themselves. That's what gives the people the ideas. So maybe, Fernando, you can share some of the, the types of things you do with the kids, like, you know, composition prompts, uh, projects, what, you know, what, what are you doing with the kids with, with Soundtrap? Okay. So, you know, the very first thing that I do is I, I, I teach him how to manipulate loops, you know? Yep. So, and since, since again, you know, since all, most of the loops, uh, um, line up with the, uh, with a key, um, you know, so it makes it easier for the students to, to, uh, to, to move sounds so anyway that's basically what i do and i i i, I told them to to have uh you know maybe four eight measures with with four different tracks um i always you know explain you know that we need bass some melodic you know you yep. know I, I i teach that before before going into the 
digital workstation. So anyway, they, they, yeah, they do something uh, simple, you know? And of course, you know, really, I can tell you like 95%, I would say even 98%, it, they sound great. Yeah. So with that, I, uh, one of the projects that I do with them is, and, and of course, you know, as we are making more music, I, I teach them how to use automation, you know, uh, how to pan sounds, yep. um, you know, all the effects that they can do. Um, of course, we then, then um, I, I teach them how to uh, work with their parts, A, B, A, C, you know, D. Yeah. I, I told them, hey, you guys, if, you know, I know you guys listen to music. Let's listen to something, you know, we listen to something that they love, right? I mean, of course, something clean. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, I tell them, do you guys notice that this part is, is different than this one? So how could you do something like that and work, working on your A part and your B part, you know? And I always tell them, you know, start with, with uh, four channels, choose your instruments, and you know pass on you know if you want to cut one cut it you know so anyway a b part then then i you know then we go and and listen again a part sounds a little bit different but it's kind of the same so then you know keep your a part add another loop that could go along with but this you know keep your main melody there so anyway and you know we we work step step by step um i love working with Something that works really good is when when they they convey emotions. Yeah, you know, like okay, so we are thinking that we are making a movie. I want you guys to make you know something uh, uh, something like scary, you know, or something happy. Actually, there are, there are lesson plans in Music First about that. Yeah. So, and then I I, I have one project, um, and I think this is really cool. You know, because uh, you 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 get to know your students, so they create a PowerPoint with pictures about them. You know, and yeah. since we have a lot of different cultures, so they 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 choose their their uh, their you know most of the time their flags. You know, um, food. I mean, all different stuff. So and then what we do is we convert those into um, uh, videos. So then we put together music, the music that they create. So the music needs to go along with their PowerPoint. Okay. So right. they are, they are describing themselves. And, and, and I got to tell you, like they love describing themselves. With I think them. all teenagers do. I think it's a universal. Right? They love talking about themselves. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, even students from around the world, that, that's a universal for uh, teenagers. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, again, um, I mean, I might have some ELL law students, but they, they, they just sometimes come up with just great stuff, you know? And, and I know like, some of them didn't have any contact with music before, any contact with Western music. Um, so, but you know, believe or uh, believe or not, they it is kind of like um, implicit. You know that that lang that the, the music of la uh, the language of music, it it is kind of implicit in them yep. or intrinsic, I would say. So um, yeah, they they can they can work it out. I mean, you might think, oh, you know, they haven't had the the contact with that, you know. 
with with our music but you know i mean you you teach him some stuff first you know instead of just yeah, yeah. all the hard work no i mean they 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 can make really great music you know and they don't they don't really have like their their english is not great right but they i mean they can make great music and and again as we are working along you know they understand what play is they understand what pause is they understand what mute is yep. they understand pan you know p a n yeah uh, they understand automation so um they are getting language in my class that you know which is great and be before that i never thought about my music class being uh, uh you know an extra support for language so now i can i can see that my 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 class it's 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 a key for a lot of language that they are that they need yeah i can imagine for and, and then i want to just relate back to a story uh, some you said earlier but i would imagine that a lot of your students come to your class and see it as almost an oasis from i mean i know i don't speak any other language and i can't imagine going to school in another country and being you know and trying to learn a language i don't know at all and at the same time trying to learn math and science and right. social studies i would imagine that the kids see your class as a a wonderful you know 45 minutes or however long you see them during their day where they don't have to worry about their language skills uh, you know english skills but instead they can worry about making music I, th i think it must be a fabulous experience for them would you agree yeah 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 you know what uh the the coolest stuff about about this is that it is their own time okay so oh wow music and them you know what you, yeah you know, like it's not like somebody else trying to teach me I've, I, you know i i i'm failing in english i don't understand so in my classes is them and their music you know like their baby right <laughs> so um that's fabulous yeah yeah so that's you know um that's been really like uh trying to implement cultural responsive teaching in your classroom yep absolutely uh, right and, and you know I, I was talking to another teacher and we were talking about being culturally responsive teaching teachers And she was like, well, you know, I never had experience with other guys, you know, with all the cultures. And I told her, well, you know, being a cultural responsive teacher, uh, it doesn't start with other cultures. It starts with your own student, you know, like yep. every student, all the American students here, they are all different. They're not the same. Yep. You know? So when they make music, you are being a cultural responsive teacher because you are bringing something that maybe they didn't think that they had in their lives and they're bringing it into your classroom you know they they're expressing themselves and their music is sound you i mean this is my third year working with music first they never never they haven't made any music that it is alike you know it's right. totally different. they don't sound like their peers uh they might have the the you know um the uh, you know the maybe the some beats here and there but you know they're all different they're all different so it is them expressing expressing themselves to the world basically that's what it yeah. is you know, so that's why they 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 they, they love being there
So going back to something you said earlier, Fernando, and I, I, I hope that everyone listening uh, was listened to exactly what you said. It reminded me when I was in, so 1982, 1983, seventh and eighth grade, I was in general music and I had Mr. Gallo and Mr. Frame. And I, re, I, I will always remember, and it's the only thing I remember of my general music education, is that in seventh grade, Mr. Gallo led us, so MTV had just come on on cable. And uh, I remember our teacher said, you can choose any song you want and make a music video using a roll of paper towels. And you would, and he gave us all a roll of paper towels, or I mean, it was paper. And we drew our own music videos to any song we wanted. And I played the King of Pain by the police in front of the class. And I, I'll never forget it because I could not believe I was allowed to take music that I loved Right. And my teacher was okay with it. And, and you know, and I, and I did that. I still remember it vividly. I even remember the pictures I drew. And then I remember learning about form. Like you, the, what reminded me is when you said the A, B, mm-hmm. or, the, you know, the, the verse, chorus, bridge. Um, our, my, Mr. Frame, my eighth grade general music teacher, told, taught us uh, changes by uh, David Bowie and uh, Freddie Mercury. And we had to all basically yell A, B, A, and, you know, A prime uh, when, while we were listening to the song or verse, chorus, bridge, whatever it was. And I think that, um, you know, you saying that you're, you're teaching form by playing music that they love clean um, and that, you know, that, that helps them learn form. That was exactly, that's uh, 36 years ago, you know, so this has been around for a long time and I just don't think it's done enough. And I hope everyone heard what you said about that and and uses the students' own music. Do you ever use students' music from their own countries or is it always pop music or is the pop music that, you know, what everyone likes? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there are are some music. uh, I have uh, Somali students. Mm-hmm. They, they have their music then you know they they listen to it uh, but no i mean um they yeah they choose mostly um you know hip-hop yep absolutely that's uh, that's not know, surprising at all <laughs> they love that, that beat uh of course my you know my, most of my hispanic students they always choose you know hispanic artists yep so to listen to um so yeah, I mean, but but you know, basically, um, yeah, we we do um, more, you know, um, hip hop music and all those that stuff. But again, if I have a student who didn't have any contact with music, I I start with with drums, you know. Yeah, it's the easy, most e- the easiest way in. Right, right, right. That's so great. They they can understand, you know, rhythm. I mean, some sometimes they do it uh, intuitively. So, um, you know, so it's, it's just great to, to start with them and see how they, they grew as a students. And, yeah. Man, musicians. Right. As a musician. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Fernando, I, you know, I, I, I could talk to you all night, but we've, I, I, I've got uh, two more questions for you uh, before we end uh, the episode. Um, you know, first of all, let me just say that I absolutely love the idea that, um, Music First and Soundtrap are helping these kids, you know, kind of find their voice and make music. It's very gratifying. And I'm, I'm so pleased that, uh, that, that I was able to chat with you about this. What advice would you give to music educators 
who are thinking about using Soundtrap or technology uh, with their kids? Well, um, what advice? Um, I think they they should do it and they should keep doing it. <laughs> That's um, great. I mean, just dive in and, and get going, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I love technology and I know, you know, there are some people that they don't like technology. But I can tell you that, um, um, first of all, you guys, uh, I remember when I, when I started working with Music First, you know, uh, trying to understand how it worked. Um, you know, you guys give me a, a, a lesson online and it was, it was just, you know, it was easy. It was easy. Um, and step by step, you know, step by step, I, I started doing stuff. And, and now, you know, I feel that that's the tool that we need to keep in a classroom but i would say like yeah they 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 should just uh try to do it you know um they, i mean it's not only actually making music uh they they can have their you know because with my elementary students they they uh, uh we we do uh focus on sound oh yeah great in other general stuff so you know they they like it um you know so I mean, so you're using some of the curricular materials as well. It's not just yeah, sound. Yeah, 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 because I mean, again, the, the students now, you know, they 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 are with they're growing with with technology. Yeah, they are. So I mean, that's I think that's what we need to do, and you know, so and, and I know there are teachers that they might be afraid of technology, but you know, I mean, don't be. Um, it is, kids it are, is. The kids aren't afraid. And, and, and the way I see it is that you're just meeting them where they are. You're just trying to, as, as I've said numerous times, you're trying to get music on those little screens for better or for worse and, and make sure that, you know, that, that you know, in the, other, the million other things they can do on their devices, uh, it'd be great to get music on them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Fernando, to wrap things up, and, uh, you know, I ask this question of every guest, and so I'd love to know if there's something you could, a new feature that you could add to make your job easier um, or, 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 you know, anything, what, what would it be? Okay, so I, I, I don't know if you guys can do it in the future, but it would be great to have something, uh, um, a software that we can um, have video and music and we can you know um uh, we you know we film can, scoring right right yep because you know um what i'm doing right now is they are also taking pictures so they're putting music in, in into those pictures and it's it's fun you know yeah but it would be great to have some you know something like that to you know just letting have that experience of uh making music for a movie you know or, yeah no I, I it's one of my favorite activities that i ever did with my students so i hope the folks at soundtrap and Soundation are listening um i i can tell you and i, I think you're probably the fifth person who've said that um is that it's really hard to do it online to have a to have a video streaming at the same time as the software is streaming the audio it's it's much harder than it sounds but Man, I hope someone's listening over at those two companies and, and, and they can hear that this is kind of a theme because yeah. film scoring and kids just go right together. They absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and actually, if you think about it, you can even work along with the art teacher. 
Ah, know, yeah. Doing some collage, some stuff with pictures or, um, you know, like uh, right now we have our speech class with some, you know, we have our speech teacher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they can, I, I told her it would be great to record their speech and also they can make their background music for it, you know, go, yeah. go along with the words and everything, but they can edit it in their computers, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can, you just said something, you could have your language, your speech teachers, your language teachers use Soundtrap um, yeah. to speak yeah. in the way it should be said and have the kids practice and record over it. There's so many different things you can do. That's- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And believe me now, now, <laughs> you know, if, if, if everything goes well with this, even that the students can create their music for their schools. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Online, very cool. You know, our students are, are you know, uh, making this. Um, so, yeah, we, we actually, with my, our students, we did our video podcast. It's, it's online in our website. Um, so, you know, they, it, it was hard to put the music in it and try to um, align the music with the audio, you know. You know, we tried, yeah. we, 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 you know, we, we, we did it. But yeah, it would be great if we would have a, a software, you know, music first. All right, we'll work on it, Fernando, I promise. Oh, great. <laughs> well, was, for, let me just say, and I'm sure that everybody listening feels the same way. It has been an absolute delight chatting with you and you're doing amazing stuff there. And uh, I applaud you for being there for the kids and, and, and really uh, unlocking a, a world for them that, uh, you know, especially teaching refugees in 18 different languages. I, you're doing very noble work and, and I'm sure that, uh, they appreciate it. And we certainly do too. It's been an absolute delight speaking with you, Fernando. Thank you. Oh, well, yeah. Thanks for having me. I, I do appreciate that. The next time I'm in Kansas City, I am sure to uh, come by your school. I'd love oh to see Oh, my goodness. Yeah, time. just go by. You're, you know, you're going to see how neat and wonderful my school is. Please. <laughs> okay. Uh, I promise. All right. Thank you for listening to Profiles in Teaching with Technology from Music First. For more information about Music First, please visit www.musicfirst.com. If you would like to stay up to date with other music teachers doing innovative things in their classrooms with technology, please subscribe to our podcast through whatever outlet you listen to podcasts on. Thanks for listening.